<clears throat> so you found me. We're on time, right? Anyway, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Live podcast. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, Apple Music, slash iTunes, Spotify. Thank you guys so much for donating, checking out on Pod Bay FM. We have a very special episode this time to focus on the beautiful collection at Paisley Park, having fan reviews, and also with my very special guest co-host, Vanessa Drews. You guys should know from Cheesecake Funk. Appreciate you guys. What's going on, Susie, Kim, Cindy? Where the fellas at? You know, what's going on with that? I appreciate you guys being here. And we're just going to get into stuff. As you guys know, the Beautiful Experience Shoe Collection opened up at Paisley Park this past Friday in July of 2021. And it's going to be running through the beginning of September. You guys can check it out. And it's reasons that giving you a reason to visit Paisley Park. Weather has been better. Other things going on. What's up, YouTube? What's up, Facebook peeps? And get right on. I want to introduce my lovely guest co-host and uh, the creator of Cheesecake Funk. And we'll get into that later, how Cheesecake Funk came to be. It being served at Paisley and other places that you can visit to have the cheesecake when you're visiting the lovely and wonderful Minnesota. All right, here we go. Please welcome to our beautiful stage, Nessa Drews. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you? Doing all right. Needing this, needing this show more than ever today. But um, it's good. Glad to see you. You too. And you've been back at Paisley Park a few times. Did you drop off some stuff today at Paisley? Yeah, I, I dropped off their uh, weekly supply of cakes, so they should be good for the weekend. Um, if not, I will be back to restock so that when people come to visit um, at the end of each tour, they have the opportunity to have some amazing dessert. Oh, my God. So Great. there's a chance I'll go to Paisley and get a diabetic coma at the same time. No, I'm playing. What, what different... Um, cheesecakes do they have there right now? Um, so they have like the traditional cheesecake, um, but then they top it with uh, chocolate, caramel, and pecans, um, which was his favorite. So I think certainly if there's anybody that has nut allergies, they can leave the nuts off, but um, it's just kind of simple and um, kind of the classic traditional turtle cheesecake. Awesome. I know I've had the strawberry before. Knowing me, I'll probably stick to that. <laughs> so, and you had like a special tour um, or special opening for the beautiful collection, correct? Yeah. So I went on the VIP tour um, myself and Kim uh, Curry. Um, she's a, a foodie and a big influencer. Um, we went on a tour and she did a contest where people could win um, tickets to go on just kind of the regular tour. Um, and then um, also there was a giveaway for uh, a turtle cheesecake. 
So we went on the tour. Um, it was pretty fantastic, of course. Um, but when we went on the tour, we didn't see the the um, the beautiful collection. We went back um, at the press event that they had, um, where they kind of first showcased it for everybody, and um, we saw it then. And it was, I mean, it blew me away. I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, of course, you know, all of his shoes would be amazing, but just how they present it and how it's on display is really, really breathtaking and beautiful. So that's how I look forward to it. I saw like some of the, what they wrote about and it being like cases, like a piano case and whatnot. That's mm -hmm. so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's awesome how they, they put together his shoes in just a, just a very tasteful, beautiful way. And it's, it's definitely a showstopper. It's really beautiful. That's awesome. And of course, I love that they're adding different things to um, bring people in. And mm -hmm. Now, um, person we're going to bring on now took the tour, I believe, over the weekend, Alyssa. So I'm going to bring her on to discuss it. Then Vanessa will get more deep into uh, what you saw and other things. And I'll talk about John Bring's article and the other press that has covered it wonderfully to let people know about it. Right now, I'd like to welcome uh, someone who took the tour this past weekend and get her analysis and, and the experience of it. And this is Alyssa. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Funkenberry. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to have you. So have you been, before this weekend, have you been to Paisley Park before? Yes. So. Um, I took the first tour in 2016 when it opened kind of in that September, October timeframe um, around the time of the, the big tribute uh, concert. And then uh, went to celebration 17, 18 and 19. Um, and obviously there wasn't one for 20. So I was, you know, sort of, while I'm still in my kind of, you know, cocoon uh, for, for COVID, it still kind of had that ache of, gosh, I haven't been there in a year and kind of want to, uh, be able to go and see it. And so when they announced the beautiful tour, I decided I would take vacation and uh, go opening day. So I took my sister and my daughter with me um, and we went to Paisley. So how did this experience, and has your daughter and your sister, have they been to Paisley before? Or was this a new experience for them? This was totally new for them. I, my, I have, you know, dragged my daughter along um, for a couple of celebration things where uh, like, for instance, a Target concert, I had her go to that. So she's had to sort of experience that, although she hasn't been to full celebration, but this was really their first time being at Paisley Park and uh, getting to, so it was really fun to sort of watch the expression as we sort of drove up. Um, it was nice that the park, all the parking spaces were filled when I got there. So that was a good sign that people were interested. And, um, you know, I could sort of see they were sort of a little apprehensive, but, you know, once we got into it, I mean, they were, they were totally just blown away by the entire experience. Incredible to hear. Now, when it came to the shoe collection, what, what are your thoughts? So I took the VIP tour as well. What was interesting is that um, there are some rooms that have changed a little bit. And so that was sort of nice to see. Um, and as we got to sort of, so the, um, 
the beautiful collection is in the room that used to be um, Graffiti Bridge and Under the Cherry Moon. So that is completely changed right off of the Purple Rain Room. And so Tammy Foster, um, one of the Purple Fam, was our tour guide. And when we got to the door, she's like, okay, I just want you to wait a minute. And we sort of stepped in and um, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but just the experience of, of kind of coming into the room and what they did around that was really wonderful. It was really wonderfully presented. Um, the shoe collection extends, I would say, probably from your waist all the way up to the ceiling. So even though you can't see the shoes way at the top, there's a mirror, they're mirrored at the top of the uh, ceiling. So you can actually kind of see them in the mirror. Um, and there's sort of a center row of shoes that are, um, that feature, you know, um, what he wore at the NAACP awards, what he wore, you know, for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which shoes he wore. So it's all of those shoes kind of in that collection for, you know, the Brit Awards and AMAs and all that. So that was really pretty cool. And then there's also sort of a section that shows what he did to the shoes, um, you know, in performing. Um, so, you know, you could kind of see the wear and tear uh, on them as well. Uh, so got to see the um, uh, the get off shoes. So the lace that he wore in the, in the gold suit, the yellow suit, the shoes were that uh, in that same lace. So just looking at the fabrics, um, looking at the heels, looking how they were reinforced, um, there's, as you mentioned, there's sort of a, a clear display piano casing um, as well. There's sort of a Versace experience piece, um, as well as a couple of um, video spots that sort of talk to the, co the cobblers, talk about how they created the shoes for him. Um, so really, you know, people were kind of blown away in, in that tour. There were, I could have stayed there longer. I think we were only there probably 10 minutes before we had to leave. Um, but you could really spend a lot of time just looking at 300 of the 1,100 pair of shoes that he had. Did you feel that that was an adequate enough time? I've heard some people like complain about that a little bit, but did you feel it was an adequate enough time to be in there? I think it's enough to give you a really good taste to want you to want you to want to come back um, and explore it a little bit more. And I love that they sort of had. Uh, some video content in there as well. So while it's not fully interactive, you sort of get that sense of kind of a story being told and people who, you know, actually made the shoes, they have a shoe mold as well. Um, so you kind of get that full experience of what that is. But yeah, it's probably about 10 minutes that you get to sort of stay in the room uh, for that. Interesting. And I know that um, apparently it took them almost a year and a lot of hard work to put this together and do this exhibits. They put a lot of hard work into it. Mm -hmm. It looks like, at least from the videos I've seen, it shows how much hard work and dedication that they put into the at Paisley. Yeah, I think they were really thoughtful about it. I did get to speak with Mitch um, once we finished the tour in, in the MPG club because they were getting ready for the evening because uh, DJ Dudley was playing. I did come back for Paisley after dark. Um, uh, so I got a chance to talk to Mitch a little bit. I think there's a sense of wanting to do sort of some pop-ups and take this on the road and sort of, you know, I sort of suggested, you know, there's so many Purple Fam that, you know, are event planners and promo people and all the like, like, you know, it, this is a time to kind of get more people involved so that more people can see it regardless of, of where you are. So 
I think they're thinking about that, which would be really great. There are three pair of shoes in the MPG music club room that are uh, encased. And right above that is a projected um, a projection of shoes kind of within the beautiful collection. Not a, not a, not a number of them, but enough, to, again, to kind of get you interested, kind of in the shape of his eye sort of thing. And the shoes are, uh, are flashing uh, up uh, on the screen. So um, pretty cool. But, you know, hopefully they will figure out how to make this more accessible, um, you know, to everyone. One pair of shoes I didn't see that I asked about were the shoes from the Special Olympics. And so they were like, oh, yeah, we have them, but, you know, they're upstairs. And, and that's when we started to talk about this possibility of leveraging the rest of the shoe collection in these sort of pop-up uh, types of events, because there are so many. Um, and I think they're going to trade them in and out as well um, in the collection itself. But, yeah, it was, it was uh, I mean, just... You know, it's like one of these things where his his foot is like the right size, like like a regular man's foot. I don't know if it would be so appetizing, right? But his foot is like just the right size that uh, in the display case, they just, they fit beautifully. They're displayed beautifully. Um, and it just kind of gives you a great um, historical perspective of not only his musicianship, but also his artistry. Right, definitely. And other people agree with you someone saying 10 minutes would not be enough time for me to really look at the shoes uh really happy to see paisley taking the exhibits to the next level would love to see a traveling exhibit of this great idea another person saying pop-up is a great idea so they're all in agreement and personal story like when i was a youngin i was a kid mm -hmm. i was a teen um i was learning how to do the splits and do the whole bounce up thing that he would do in the diamonds and pearls video and all that and uh, speaking like friction burners on the shoes, I would go through pairs of socks, crazy style, because I wouldn't realize it. But at the heel, when I'm doing the popping up thing, you're, you are, it is a friction burner. I'd be putting holes in my socks. I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have shoes, even if it's great fabric, what they're going to do. And I heard that they would like, like say the shoe is black or whatnot, they put a little black marker to touch it up and do different things like that. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah, I think we would definitely have to color it in. You could see, you know, the wear and tear. Like, for instance, if the top, of, if the uh, point of the shoe um, was like red, you'd see kind of the fabric torn away from that. But you could also see them trying to, you know, fill it in a little bit so that it wasn't um, as visible on stage. But I mean, he used, you know, any any turn of his foot, twist of his foot, you know, in those shoes that they showed. Uh, with the wear and tear, I mean, you definitely could see, you definitely could understand, you know, how he could run through so many, many pairs of shoes. For sure. Now, how was the dance party experience, Paisley Park after dark? Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, it was, I'm trying to think of how many people, it was maybe 70 people or so. Um, I would say I got there a little bit later because I, I, finished the tour. By the time we left, it was almost, you know, five, six o'clock. So I kind of took my time getting back over there. Um, Dudley was great. Um, I, it's, it's primarily, I would say, you know, local folks who are there. Um, you, you're in the music club itself. So you have access to uh, the merch. The store really looks great too. Um, I hadn't seen the store since 2019 and the way that they've redone it, it looks really fabulous. Um, MPG club, sort of um, the counter 
sort of sold some snacks. So no cheesecake, Vanessa, but more snacks. I did have your cheesecake um, after the tour. So that was that was fab. Um, and they have some high boys and things in there, a couple of rounds. So set up kind of bistro um, type, the, the big red purple sofa is there. Uh, Dudley was on the stage. Um, so, you know, people were, were dancing. I think to me, what was missing was um, more of the sense of camaraderie, right? Cause I'm like from out of town. And so not knowing folks there was, you know a little bit more difficult. Um, but I just, you know, the good thing about, you know, being a place you can stay in the corner and just do your thing. And that's kind of what I did. Um, and nobody sort of bothers you and kind of lets you do that. So, um, but it was, it was fun. I was there probably for like an hour or so. Um, I'd love to have it be the bigger parties, um, like there were, you know, in the past. And, uh, to me, I think there's room to really bring in some great artists, um, to to really showcase that spot off and and uh, kind of have the DJ set, but also have kind of the sort of mini concert or or artist performance um, piece as well. So um, so that I think for me that's kind of probably what I was sort of hoping for um, that there would be there. The only and the only other thing was so I bought my tickets for the uh, VIP tour like maybe a month and a half and then probably two weeks before I left, the Paisley After Dark thing was coming. So I was like, oh, do I have to pay another fee? And so you do, because <laughs> uh, I'm sure they got to pay the DJ, do whatever they had to do. So you still got to do the shoe um, exhibit. Um, so, but I'm glad I got to do the full tour. Um, but as part of Paisley Park After Dark, you could go and look at the shoe collection and then come back into the room. So they did allow people to do that. That's pretty cool. Now with the tour itself, and Paisley Park After Dark. Um, I'm just curious, are you having to wear a mask right now? Or So I wore a mask. Um, when we went into Paisley, um, we had the option of, of wearing or not wearing a mask. I chose to wear my mask. Um, so some people did and some people didn't. Um, I would say at the, um, the DJ set, probably most people didn't wear a mask. Um, so for me, again, I'm just kind of coming out of my bubble. So that was a little uncomfortable um, for me, which is why I kind of found my spot, had my mask and kind of did my own thing. Um, but it looks like, you know, you can wear it or not wear it. I don't know what the true policy is, um, but people sort of had the option. Okay. Good to know. Thank you for that. Um, Mika's saying there was cheesecake. It was in the refrigerated section with the soda and water. Yeah, I bought that earlier in the day. I think maybe by the time I got there in the evening, they may have been gone. Okay. What did you think of it? Did you have Vanessa's cheesecake? Oh, absolutely. We have Vanessa's cheesecake. And absolutely, it was fabulous. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't know it was Vanessa's cheesecake, um, you know, at the time. So I really wish they would let everybody know we're buying cheese, hmm. you know, <laughs> the cheese funk, cheese, cheesecake funk, uh, cheesecake. Um, we had the turtle, I guess it's the, what is it? It's a, the turtle cheesecake. Oh my gosh. Um, I shared it with my daughter. It was, we were like comatose. It was, it was, it was great. <laughs> yes, accomplished. Yes. We literally like the fork is in the mouth. Like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> Every time. So it was, it was great. And we had a cup of tea, which was nice. Uh, to be able to have tea there as well. So, you know, I think that little sort of cafe counter area is is pretty cool. Um, 
And I was just happy to, to be able to, when we saw the cheesecake, we couldn't resist, so. Yeah. I know they do have a sign um, that's kind of in the case with it, but you just might not have. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't see it. I was just I, maybe I just grabbed the cheesecake and ran. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get your fork, go to the table. With my fork, yes. I will say that was the only thing that kind of freaked me out because I've been in this place of I I like my forks in plastic, and although I know that's not um, environmentally friendly, and in COVID I kind of want them there, so just kind of having the forks out kind of, I was kind of like, okay, do I do this or do I eat it with my fingers? You know, what do I do? I would have been fine just smacking with my fingers, but I trusted the process <laughs> and, and used the fork. There we go. And Vanessa, is this true? I mean, someone, Violet's asking, can we please get some of the strawberry top cheesecake? Yes, that do was there. <laughs> All right, Vanessa, when you know, I come, I'm out of request, but go ahead. I will, I'll see if we can get some more flavors. Okay. Awesome. I can't believe that. I was like just figuring there may have been more and I'm like, what? No, the strawberry. Like I definitely should get out of my comfort zone and try the turtle. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, it really is good. It really, I'm not one who likes a lot of toppings on her cheesecake. Um, you know, I usually stick to like, but I'll have like a raspberry flavor or strawberry flavor. I don't really like caramel. I don't like mixing all of that stuff on certain, uh, certain foods, but it, <sighs> I, I can't even describe the melting in the mouth of the chocolate and the caramel and the, oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> it was I great. I'll be able to eat the entire day and then my calorie intake, I'll have that for night or whatnot. You know, that'd be smart. Now, when you talked about the MPG, uh, the music club, uh, excuse mm -hmm. me, the Paisley Park store, that just showing that how long ago I was going there when I was called right. different things. They have vinyl there now, right? They have the music. They do. They do. They have all of the vinyl out. Um, all of the releases um, are out. So that was pretty cool. Um, some new shirts and things that I hadn't seen um, before. I Usually what I do is I usually go on, on the Paisley Park site and I buy T-shirts and, and merch uh, that way. But some new, uh, some new shirts and things that I hadn't seen before. Um, I was in a, a clubhouse the other day and someone did mention, which they didn't have, they didn't really have any merch aligned to the beautiful collection. So it was kind of the standard merch. So the, you know, the purple notebook and um, the t-shirts and the sweatshirts and um, Dwayne's book, both books are there. Um, the new tambourines are there. Um, I'm trying to think what else is there. Um, the record collection obviously is there. Um, and the posters are there as well. So, but it was, to me, it was beautifully laid out for, for those of us who have been during celebration and been kind of in a cramped uh, kind of space. Um, they changed um, the, so the monitor that um, showed the Super Bowl um, performance is no longer there um, on that curved wall, um, but they really reoriented the space in a way that um, is really, um, it, it doesn't, it, it really shows the collection, the merch off, you know, very nicely. So I was happy, you know, to see that. Um, but they didn't kind of build on, you know, the beautiful collection um, in and of itself. So hopefully, I know they did this previously, but maybe by next year's celebration or whatnot, they'll have a book just on the shoes and maybe some stuff like you brought up about the Diamonds and Pearls performance from the Special Olympics with Baby mm -hmm. Star and Push. Um, that hopefully they'll have that, have a book for it. But 
I was talking about it earlier with someone that maybe they should have a couple of shirts with some of his shoe designs or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, like a close with the shoes and then on the, on the back an image of him like, mm -hmm. in or whatnot. Just yeah, I would have definitely bought one because it would have been something new and something I wouldn't have had. And and uh, but they haven't they didn't get to that place. So maybe as they think about, you know, doing these pop ups and I hope they do them, you know, all over the world because everybody can't get um, to Paisley. But I what I do want everybody to know is if you can get to Paisley Park, please, please go, because um, the experience is worth it. The money that you spend is worth it. Um, we want to keep it there. Um, and so I would just kind of keep encouraging people to uh, to go and keep whether you buy online or whether you physically visit the facility to please, please keep please keep supporting. Got it. Appreciate it so much. It's been a while since I've been there. I look forward to the next time that I'm going to be there. But Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for bringing your your daughter and your sister. Correct. Yep. Love it. And. Thank you so much for being here. Was there anything that you were wanting to say to everyone? Everyone's enjoying your your review and everything else that's been going on, so I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Just everybody, please just continue to support. I, I do want to say to you, Jeremiah, um, you know, when, when Prince transitioned, your podcast was probably the first one that I came across um, on Podbean. Uh, there were a couple of different platforms that you were on back in the day, and so um, I'm so happy to see you still doing this. Um, five years later, still giving, you know, a forum and, and a way for fam to really talk and appreciate, you know, what's going on and, and just thankful, you know, for you. You sort of led me to, you know, some other podcasts. I think it was Michael Dean after that and and Funkatopia and, and a few others. Um, but um, I just thank you for, you know, your dedication and, and thank you for inviting me. And, and hopefully everybody will will go and see it and enjoy it. And um, don't wait for there to be like a special event just kind of go have a good time i was lucky that mom uh, dr mambo's combo played on sunday mm -hmm. so i did get to go to bunkers and kind of hear them and see sunny t i think jelly bean was was wandering through um so just you know just go um and just keep supporting amen right his mouth to everyone's ears keep supporting thank you so much for joining us Alyssa. thank you so much for your kind words it's really really appreciated Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Awesome review. Very detailed. Love it. Now, the presser event on Wednesday. Yeah, John Bream there and others. Um, were you able to linger with the shoes a little bit more? I think I somewhat asked that, but I want to be more detailed now. No, I think we got, honestly, it was probably about 10 minutes, maybe 15, but, um, you know, they kind of set us through the exhibit, um, you know, as you were on a tour. So there was a small group of us that went in. Um, I happened to be in one of the first groups. Um, and I don't know, there's maybe, I don't know how many total groups, but once we were done with our time in there, then they brought another group in to experience it as well. And just with that experience and just like what she said of just having the exhibits and it seems that aside from the shoe collection, they've added some different things in there. So there's that stuff constantly going on just for people, you know, that may be watching this show in the future and be like, oh, they missed the exhibit. There's always 
stuff that they're doing, it seems that they're putting a real effort into making sure that there's different stuff every time that someone goes and not just product um, for the exhibit and for the tour itself, which is mm -hmm. very cool. Right, right. I think they, they want to keep it fresh. Um, and, you know, people, if they go and experience it, you know, six months ago, if they want to come back in a year, that they will see something new each time that they come. Totally. It's been so long since I've been there that it may be, I want to like have a Zen moment, close my eyes for a little bit, but I'll definitely be, when I come back, definitely be enjoying uh, the tour, mm -hmm. catching the, the shoe collection. Now, how long ago, or how recently, I should say, did they finally start carrying your cheesecake at Paisley Park? You know, I think it's been since, uh, honestly, I think it's been since about April. Since okay, that's cool. started um, back in there. That's so awesome. crazy. It's so crazy. I've, everybody, you know, for so long, I've always thought, well, hopefully one day I can get back in there. And um, it worked out. And I'm just, I pinch myself every time when I have to go back every week to to bring more cakes in there and um, make sure that people have some great dessert when they leave the um, building. Definitely. Uh, here's a question from YouTube. They want to know, Vanessa, do you have cherry topping for your cakes? I do. Yep. I sure now, do. Aside from Paisley, where else when they're in Minneapolis and that they can, they'll probably have other flavors there as well. Um, where can they get your cheesecake? What places are carrying, which is quite a few from what I understand. Just honestly, this, this whole year of COVID, it's been so wild, a huge roller coaster for everybody. Um, I'm just super stoked that I've been able to grow um, my cheesecakes in so many places. They're currently at all of the um, Twin Cities Crave locations. Um, so, I mean, from Woodbury to the Mall of America to downtown Minneapolis to um, the West End to the Galleria at Craves. Um, also, you can find them um, in Chanhassen down the road from Paisley Park at Tequila Butcher. Um, it's a great um, Mexican smokehouse. It's really, really good food. And, I, and they've got like, I want to say like 300 different tequilas. <laughs> it's a really great restaurant. Um, and also at uh, Bear Path Country Club in Eden Prairie. Um, there's a place called Oak Eatery. Um, and, um, you know, just that's primarily it. Um, you know, also at Coastal Seafoods. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to spread my, my baking wings. Um, it's also at, um, so I bake out of the banquet kitchen at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest Hotel. And so the restaurant um, Blue Birch at the hotel um, also carries it. Um, so I, I'm hoping that in the future, if you know people want to come to Minneapolis, that they would choose to maybe stay at the hotel. Um, it's 10 minutes away from Paisley Park. Um, and you can get my cheesecake in room service. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Heidi, um, Heidi Bader's in the room saying banana cream is my favorite. I haven't tried them all. Mm, so good. That's actually my favorite too. And then Cindy wants to know, Vanessa, do you ship? Are your cheesecakes kosher? Oh, 
Um, they're not kosher. Um, I will get to that um, hopefully in the near future. Shipping has been something that I wanted to do for so long. Keep your fingers crossed that drum roll that maybe Gold Belly will offer it. Um, so let's just keep some positive vibes about that. But I'm hoping to ship um, in the future. Awesome. And Susie has this question. I believe that she wants to know for Paisley. Let's do Paisley first. But I think it's interesting. Interesting question. How many cheesecakes do you make a week for Paisley? Um, it varies. Um, I'd say about seven a week. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is actually a great number, seven. Like. <laughs> and how about like for the other establishments that you know you're having to like travel to these places all over Minneapolis to bring them? How many are you making a week for there? And how how long does that take you to do? Um, Just like, saw the look on your face. You're like, oh, are you really <laughs> to go there? You don't understand my life right now. Um, I will say that you know. First and foremost, um, I want to give a huge shout out to my mom, Kathy, um, because honestly, if it wasn't for her, nobody would be getting the volume of cheesecakes in Minneapolis that they're getting because um, my children um, are with her a lot. Um, so I can work and bake and deliver and coordinate everything and make sure people have what they need and fulfill orders. So it's... Um, the volume is 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 good for me to maintain right now. Um, I'm definitely probably working a good seventy hours a week at um, you know fulfilling orders, baking, um, coordinating deliveries and ingredients and all that. So it's um, I'm always busy. It's <laughs> a lot. Mm hmm. A lot of cream cheese, like. People at the hotel, they ask me, like, God, how much do you go through a week? And honestly, I've been ordering, um, I have an account with U.S. Foods, and I order about 10 cases of cream cheese a week. <laughs> oh. And there's six three-pound logs in each case. So you can just do the math. I'm tired of math. I'm tired of counting. It's it's a lot. <laughs> and hello to your mom, Kathy, as well. She in she's here? Awesome. I'm not sure if she's oh. in here, but if she is, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah. I'll yeah. just up hello to her regardless the next time you talk with her. Yeah. So oh, just yeah. give her, send her all your good vibes and all that because she is just an angel with everything she does for our family and, and helping me to make sure that I can do this and um, bring cheesecakes to everybody. Absolutely. Violet is asking, she says a selfish question. She's hoping that you'll work on it about, um, so we're thinking that a strawberry top cheesecake will be a Paisley uh, by the Welcome to America release party. I guess she's wanting you to work on it. Um, I have it noted. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay. Got it. You know, I, I know that I would want that. So I'm with her on that. And then Heidi says that she's going to get some for the Academy of Prince graduation party. Yes. You know. Yeah. Stephanie's like, oh, my God, I need your cheesecake. And uh, Car Carmelita is asking, do you have any vegan options? 
You know, I don't at this time. Um, that is something in the works too. It's just, it's really hard to, um, I mean, honestly, if I make a vegan cheesecake, it's not, it's not the original cheesecake funk, I guess you'd say. Um, so it would be, would be altered a bit, um, a lot. <laughs> so I just need to, to make that work. Fair enough on that one. And then someone's asking, we'll go on it. It's okay. Sorry. Um, what hotel is 20 minutes from Paisley or around that, that they're wanting, that they would be able to stay at so they'd be able to have your cheesecake? What's one of the hotels that's closest to Paisley that has it? Um, so the hotel that I bake out of, uh, the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest Hotel. Um, and if you go to my website, it's on the website too, on cheesecakefunk.com. But um, I can give you the address. It's 5801 Opus Parkway in Minnetonka. Um, so it's literally on the other side of um, Eden Prairie. It's like Minnetonka, Eden Prairie, mm. and then Tenhassen. So it's it's really close. And Cindy has a follow-up to her kosher question. Cindy says, when you become kosher, I'm first in line. Going to order I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> There you go. I love all these comments and being interactive because we try to do the fan shows like this. Oh, you get some of that PP point. Um, he says, I hope you're getting, don't answer this, Vanessa. It's just a comment of, I hope you're getting some of that PPP money. Don't answer, don't answer. I'm saying, I, I didn't see the don't answer. I was already saying that before her thing. So just, let's just say it like this. I'm not a large restaurant and mm -hmm. a business so um it makes it hard yeah um another question how did you first become interested in creating cheesecakes and what is prince's favorite flavor although we have discussed this before just if someone makes a small clip of this and going how did you first become interested in creating cheesecakes and what's prince's favorite so um you know honestly i've been making cheesecakes since about like 2002 so well before i kind of um honestly started talking about it on the spree cast long ago um when someone um aka prince was probably watching um <laughs> i don't know um or maybe his friends were watching um but yeah so i've been making cheesecakes for a really long time um i at the time i was working at a law firm and it was just a passion of mine to just make cheesecakes for friends and family and um, as I was making them, people would not want me to show up without a cheesecake. <laughs> so um, I eventually um, started working with somebody who um, was going to open a restaurant in Minneapolis. He opened an Irish pub and he asked me to make cheesecakes for the menu. Um, sad, um, super unfortunate uh, situation where um, a fire took over the, um, the pub. And the whole thing burned down. Um, it was just a really devastating experience. Um, unfortunately, some people passed away in the fire and it was really, really sad. Um, so after the fire, I just kept with my day job, but then still kind of made cheesecakes on the side. And every time I would try to like not make them, um, the holidays would come up. So every Thanksgiving and Christmas, I always found myself making cheesecakes because people wanted them. So then honestly, fast forward to about 2000, was it 13-ish? Yeah, 2013, I um, 
you know, just really started making them more. And when I started working at Paisley, just put them in the fridge <laughs> for friends, you know, Liv and Adrian Hartsfield and Marcus Anderson and, um, you know, them to enjoy. And then um, Prince found them. And I believe the turtle was his favorite. Um, I honestly, I did bring a, a strawberry one time and they said, bring another turtle. <laughs> so take that with how you will. <laughs> I mean, the strawberry's good. Don't get me wrong. But um, I think he just had a, a, a liking for the chocolate caramel and pecans. <laughs> for sure. So Susie, Susie was about to ask, did Vanessa get to give Prince her cheesecakes? So you did. Did you get to meet him and maybe eat cheese? She wants to know, when you got to meet him, did you maybe eat cheesecake with him? I don't think Prince really ate too much in front of people, even though he like ate a sound. No, I honestly, I didn't. Honestly, I never really actually talked to him about it. Um, it was just his mentioning of it on his Twitter account. Um, the picture of the monkeys. I wish we could pull that up right now. Um, <laughs> One day we will be having that. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just by his actions and um, just the request of bringing more turtle cheesecake just told me that, um, you know, in itself that he enjoyed it and um, he wanted more. And Michelle, who came in late, they're not shipping out of state right now. That's not going on with it. Stephanie, um, She's got a question. I'm from the East Coast, so I'm sorry I'm not aware of your cheesecakes. What is the secret to make so make it so amazing, aside from love and funk? Um, you know, a good um, uh, stand-up KitchenAid mixer, I think, is really a key to it. Um, you know, I can't clearly mix it with my hands um, with the volume that I'm doing. So, honestly, uh, um, I have a commercial... Uh, KitchenAid mixer, but I did start off with just a standard KitchenAid mixer. So mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the key and quality ingredients. Um, I don't use generic cream cheese. Um, the crust is um, amazing and is a secret, but it's amazing. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just, I put a lot of um, effort into making sure that each cheesecake is perfect and um, I think it shows because lots of people like it. 10 cases of the good stuff of cream cheese gets ordered. Mm -hmm. Now on this, um, how did you, Cindy has got a great question. And we probably this before maybe personally, but how did you come up with the name Cheesecake Funk? That is honestly a question for Prince. I don't know. Um, he came up with it. He came up with it, and the first time I saw it is when he posted it um, on one of the invitations to Paisley Park. Anything can happen. Help yourself to some cheesecake funk. For sure. And it turned into this whole thing, and we're going to go through some story times. Um, just trying to get up with that. Michael Holtz on the, in the room, he's like, there's never any left in the fridge for me. <laughs> Seven, seven may not be enough, but that's a good number, though. We're going to all agree on that. Um, just trying to do stuff. Now, let's get to it. Like, there's a time DJs don't get that cheesecake bug. Michael's saying that. So, 
sorry, just trying to get caught up with stuff. They're talking about someone saying you should have a food truck and travel around the world, come to Canada. Okay. That may be a little bit, I don't think you would, your tykes would uh, appreciate that too much. So I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. But you know, anything's um, possible in the future. Yeah. Someone was asking if you want to answer this, Beverly is asking, I was wondering if you use a 20 or 80 quart mixer for the volume you're doing. Um, I think it's a 20. Okay. So here's the deal. And this, of course, is probably going on when you were dropping cheesecakes off and the band is having some of it. And then Prince is sneaking in there getting some. Friday night, I get hit up that they're going to have a party, a Paisley Park after dark. I think it's like 2013. And then it's like in the message to me and the tweet, it's like, where's where's Vanessa at? Like, we're having Paisley Park After Dark going to be performing. Where's Vanessa at? Easy. And where were you at where I'm reaching out to you and then other people are contacting you? Hey, Prince, Prince and Funkenberry are asking for you. Yeah, shout out to Crystal. Um, Crystal sent me a text of the um, tweet, a photo of the tweet that you... Um, posted because I hadn't seen the um, your tweet. I was working, um, you know, because I've always had like 50 jobs at once. Um, so I was working um, at this club downtown at the door. And yeah, it was a Friday night, Friday, Saturday night. And Crystal, I look at my phone and I saw your message and I'm like, holy shit. Like, what? And so <laughs> I... Um, I left behind the counter where I was at and I told the people, I said, I got to go. Um, and I think it was like one o'clock in the morning. I said, I got to go. I just got this message that I need to be out at Paisley park. And I have not spoken yeah. to the people since <laughs> I just like left. And I remember driving down 394, hitting 100 <laughs> clear out to Paisley park. And, um, yeah, that was pretty awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> you haven't spoken to them. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, they're, bye. I got to go. <laughs> I can fully understand. Like, one time, like, when we're doing events in LA, I would have it. This is years ago on a flip phone, and I'd be letting people know about events. And when he was doing the Tower Records 3121, I'm hitting up someone and then he's, he told me later on, he was at a dinner and he's all like, I got, I got this text from J7, something about a printing, I have to go now. Like he's left a dinner, he's like, I can't tell you what it is, I just have to go where I can't get in. Mm -hmm. So it's like, with that experience and it's like, you know, and who knows that like, this is somewhat life-changing because Prince, Prince is wanting you there and then look what happened to the future of stuff, you know, how everything came to be. It's just wild. Um, honestly, I don't think I even, I just went and it was kind of like a dance party. It's not like I talked to him. Um, I was just there. So just awesome. Awesome right. experience. And I don't want to, um, how do I put it? Put your mom's on blast because she has her own little Prince Connection story and whatnot. But when, what was your, aside from probably getting played Prince's music at a very early age, 
when when was your first trip to Paisley Park or St. Prince? Wasn't in 2013 when you started opening up Paisley Park again at performing for the first time in a few years there? No, the first time I went was, um, I want to say it was like 1996 or 97 um, after Emancipation came out. I remember it was about emancipation and my mom still has this like giant photo like poster like I don't like I don't know 20 feet tall by 30 I mean it's, it's this huge poster and it's an emancipation um you know cover and so we were driving to the Mall of America and we we're going to see a movie and random we heard on the radio that prince was having something at paisley park and so we literally looked at each other and turned the car around and went home and got ready and went out to paisley that night and that was the first time that i was there pretty awesome that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome especially because right around that time is when he made it so colorful with everything mm -hmm. that was going on in his life that's really yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, I honestly don't remember a lot of details of, like, what songs he played that night, but I remember um, there was, like, a long white catwalk, like a stage, yeah. um, and at the bottom of it, I don't know, I don't think it was, like, pointed like his symbol, I think it was, like, a circular um, stage front or whatever, and he was playing the piano, and I remember just, like, sitting there, like, watching, like, wow, he's playing the piano. Oh, right in front of my face like incredible yeah no. could you could you have thought when you went there 1996 that less than two decades later how prince and paisley park would be playing such a tremendous role in your life not at all and you know <laughs> just that um I, honestly this is the first time i thought about it the first time I saw him playing, he was sitting playing the piano. And the last time I saw him playing, I was sitting behind him during the piano and Mike show, watching him play the piano. Um, so I just, so ironic. And I never, I always thought like back in the day, I wish I was like 10 years older. Cause then I could have like partied or, you know, been at Paisley Park, <laughs> you know, when he had stuff going on and, you know, from 2013 until, you know, he passed was such a great time. Like both of my children, I was pregnant with, you know, both of them. And I felt my daughter move for the first time while he was, you know, during the piano and mic show. Um, and she's like my little musical, whenever she hears a note, she's like, what, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like, I, I feel like it's just so great that I was able to have those party type experiences there um, more so than I ever would have even imagined. Just incredible. And I'm like, it's still 86 degrees here after 7 PM. I'm getting chills from your story. Mm -hmm. So just amazing. And then let's talk about something else that a lot of people may not have known. So, you know, I had my whole brand thing, as they say, from the Dr. Funga Murray website, and then using social media to do stuff and then having it be to where I would tweet out about after shows or other stuff. So making sure that people had to follow me there instead of going to the website. 
then here it is, July 2013, um, just interesting enough, like eight, eight years now. Jeez. I talked about Prince about Twitter, and he's like, I don't tweet. And I'm like, but you could be getting in touch with ants. And then people were telling me, why are you telling him this when people are looking for you for this stuff? And then when he came back from Montreux by August, he was on Twitter. But then he expanded stuff and he was pissed about Twitter in the sense that they were taking forever to already um, to verify the account and do stuff because um, they had some account that Live Nation opened up and it had the blue check mark. And then Julius contacted me, you know, why, why are we going to mess with Twitter when they won't even verify it, but they have this other account that isn't us verified? Now, speaking of Twitter, aside from Prince tweeting, me tweeting, all of a sudden there was something that was created called, and I know it was around um, Essence Fest in Providence. Purple Essence had its debut. How did this come to be? We never really talked about that. You know, um, I don't know how the the term came about. Um, sorry, I need to charge my phone because I don't want my phone to die. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know how how it came about, but um, I was asked to to help run it. Who else and was I running it? Got to ask that. You don't have to tell it, but I'm going to ask. You know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think I was just very um, active in social media and was very um, cautious and aware of what to post and what not to post. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that was appreciated. See, that's how it be is like something like other people have told me is that there would be stuff that he sent me, but there was a lot of stuff he didn't send me, but he mm -hmm. knew that he didn't have to worry about me coming sideways or other stuff. He, he knew it. So that's good that there was also trust involved that he didn't have to worry about like, Oh, tell Vanessa to correct this or delete that tweet, mm -hmm. put on the one, even though the tweet I'll delete became very famous for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and the whole, I don't know if, if it's just because I brought it up to Julian in 2012 because I made an account for Prince that he never used. And we put it on there and I, I created it and I put it on, wanted it on hold for him. I let her know about it. And I went, what we can do is, is everyone usually does these tweets, but then it'll be old and dated that if he's doing a show or an after show, he puts the tweet out. Then after the show is over, you delete the tweet. I don't know if that, it's just a suggestion or it's just something, not even a coincidence, but just something that you, you would think of. But his tweet all deletes would be with such quickness. Like, mm -hmm. and then, of course, we all put Prince on notification. He's the only person I right. ever have on notification. <laughs> right. And you're, you're seeing the tweet and then sometimes the full message isn't there and then you're clicking on to go to Twitter and then it's not there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the, the tweet of the monkeys. I don't have that anymore, but thank God somebody took a screenshot of it. Right. So yeah. much stuff I would like try to screenshot quick because he like mentioned me and then there'd be so many times where and he'd be doing this and he wouldn't give him credit, but whatever. Like there would be a new article on Prince, just like whatever I post of say the Rolling Stone article or John right. Britton's article about the shoe collection. Um and I would 
put at Prince or Prince 3IG at the time. And literally within two minutes, he's reposting it, but not crediting that it came from Funkinberry. And like, I see how it is, but, but he saw that, it. you know, as long as that PayPal deposit went through, no, nah, <laughs> it was all good. Now, speaking of Paisley Park, and I want to make sure to get to this before we get like a grip of questions again. It's not about jumping around, but someone mentioned that they really enjoyed the exhibit, but they felt that there was like a lack of color going on at Paisley right now. And we know Minnesota is exactly all this stuff, but they are hiring right now, correct? Yeah, um, that's my understanding. So if you go to um, paisleypark.com, I think there's a section for like jobs there's a listing of um, all the current um, positions that they want to fill. So um, feel free friends and, and people to take a look and see if it's anything that interests you. Um, yeah. Awesome. I may be putting down a link right there. Hopefully it'll be a hyperlink without the WWW. So it hits YouTube and Facebook so they can get on there. But we really want that. And we want people that yeah. are vetted and whatnot. I think I haven't been there in a couple of years now. This is the longest in a long time that's been for me to be there. But I'm loving hearing everything that's going on there and the dedication. I know there's been some changes. Changes happen. It, ha it has to happen. Everything is ever evolving. And that's how I look at it is in order to go forward, you have to adapt to things. Mm -hmm times creates change. But I do feel that there's some positive change that's taking effect. And of course, you know, I wouldn't say it's a full core press, but you know, everything was hurt by COVID. I'm sure your cheesecake business and all the stuff in Paisley not being open for a bit during the warm months where it's nice out, um, right. missing spring, missing summer. And then they were able to kind of open up in October. They missed out on a lot of stuff. It seems that they're doing their best to try to get people back in there. And it seems to be working, at least like from the positive reviews that we're getting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly am not involved with kind of the day-to-day -day how they run things. Um, but I think that, you know, like the lady that was just on, I think it's so important to just continue to support it um, in any way, whether it's visiting whether you um, live in Minnesota or Minneapolis and you want to help showcase Paisley Park by working there, um, whatever people can do to help support it and to bring awareness um, for people to visit, I think is kind of the ultimate kind of goal of the operations. Um, so yeah, I just think it's just really important to just kind of keep his memory going. Um, I know that once my kids are a little bit older, um, they will be going through there, <laughs> checking it out. Um, you know, so I think it's really important to bring, um, you know, generations that didn't grow up with him um, and experience his greatness to keep them um, engaged and, and know his songs. Um, yeah. And Heidi's asking about when they're hiring. Do they need dancers? Hey. <laughs> there you go on that one. It's it's your job. It may not pay though, but it's your job. <laughs> so 
And guys, if there's any other questions that you have, opening it back up for things, Vanessa, is there anything that you're wanting to touch base on? It's just, there's been a tremendous amount of support. When, when did you have the idea for sure? Like, you know what? I want to bring this idea to fruition of cheesecake funk and making them. And then your dream is blowing up. Like, how did this yeah. You know, um, like I said before, like I've been baking for so long, well before this idea of even being able to bring it to Paisley Park for Prince and, and the band members to enjoy. Hold on one second. Get that mute Sorry. button open, woman. It's right? all <laughs> My son is playing with his friends, and I don't know if you can hear him, but I don't want you to hear him like shouting um, on Fortnite. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, you know, I've I really started focusing on it um, in about 2018 um, with you know setting up an LLC and just trying to take the proper steps in order to create a small business. Um, and then in 2019, I was able to connect with um, the owner of Crave. And um, I really wanted to, he enjoyed my cheesecake so much. He wanted to expand them to all of his locations. And he told me specifically to prepare for volume. And I knew that I couldn't prepare for volume with baking for Crave if I had my day job still. So I literally, um, I thought about it and thought about it and, you know, I'm a single mom and I had to figure out like, do I leave my 20 year career of like solid, you know, health insurance and the security of having a company behind me, um, or just take this huge leap of faith and do this on my own and try to grow, um, my business. And so I knew that if I put myself in a position to get the equipment that I needed, um, you know, everything that I needed in order to succeed, if I could focus on it a thousand percent of my time, then if I could get into Crave initially, then who knows how I could grow it and I could grow it, you know, to more locations, more restaurants and whatever. So um, that's really what I've been doing. And in, at the end of August, of 2019, I quit my job and I still can't believe I did it, but I did it. Um, I miss all my friends at my firm, um, but I still talk with them. But I mean, it was a huge, a huge thing to do. But then I also knew that it would allow me the time to, you know, if my kids were going to be in softball or whatever, that I could, you know, just see them do that versus being um, in my office all the time and, and doing my legal thing. So, um, yeah, so 2019, I made the leap and then COVID hit in 2020. And, um, that's a whole nother story, but I'm thankful <laughs> with, um, how I've been able to grow it. Um, literally doing a lot of this by myself, um, and just hustle and making this work. Kathy's here, by the way. Hi, mom. She tried to FaceTime me. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I didn't answer. <laughs> At least you have a good reason. Right. You know, just doing it. But yes, 
So sweet Vanessa's cheesecake funk. That's why Michael Holtz is saying. Yeah. So many things. Other people are saying, hopefully in the future, some people are saying like, oh my God, they're hoping that because they live in Canada, that they'll have it in Walmart in Canada and then Target's. Who knows, hopefully, at least locally, maybe a Target will have it eventually. I don't know if that's something yeah. that you would be looking at or wanting. I would love to. Um, I just need to connect with Target to, to make that happen. And it's just such a, a daunting thing. Um, I think, honestly, some people... Um, I don't know, because I'm, quote unquote, small, a small brand. Um, I don't know. I just need to connect with somebody there. But right now, I'm really trying to focus on growing into more restaurants. Because um, I think just getting into more restaurants is a great way for me to feed so many people. Um, and it's super easy for restaurants to get them from me. All they have to do is plate it. So it's a win-win. And Kathy, with her comment as sweet as she is, that brings us to something I almost forgot, mm -hmm. is that one time, this is before Purple Essence, you know, Prince is like, who's up? It was very early in the morning. Who wants to get a song out? Mm -hmm. And then you got a song to put out called The Sweeter She Is, a cover song. How did that all come to be, aside from what I mentioned about him, you know, tweeting who wants to put it out? You know, it was one of those times where you were happy that you had Prince on your notifications, <laughs> all his tweets, because I think the tweet came out at like four or five o'clock in the morning. And um, it was just simple, like who wants some funk or who wants, I think it was who wants some funk. And um, of course, everybody was like, me, me, me. And so everybody listed their um, email addresses. And of course, I did too. And about five minutes later, um, in my inbox, I had um, the song. And um, <laughs> I called Jesse because I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I'm like, how do I transfer this song to some, to a link where somebody could, you know, download it, whatever. So Jesse and I were both like frantic, like, this is what you do. And, blah, blah, blah. and so I did. And thanks, Jesse. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, and so I, I released it and the link was only available for like two weeks. Um, and I've never like re-released it because clearly I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> but I did say, are you, I got the email that said release it for everybody to hear. And I, um, I said, are you sure? I sent another email like for everybody. And um, the response I got was basically yes. Um, so... <laughs> It was like, yes, do it now. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so I did. So I haven't done it again, but um, I mean, it's amazing. It's so amazing. I love the song. <clears throat> and what they didn't understand is like, because I was up at that time, and then it's like when you post that, I put like a little sad face. What I was trying to do is like for people going, oh my God, she was able to get something. I was trying to bring attention to it. Mm -hmm. And as if, if someone like, because you didn't have as many followers, but you have Prince giving it to you. By me replying, I'm hoping to bump it up. Right. And I think there's a, um, an article on Current. I think The Current did an article on it. Um, I, I, honestly, no. It was, I think maybe The Current took your article that you had posted. Or I don't know. But still, it was. The story's out there. Edited on it and all that stuff. Yeah. Heidi, Heidi's saying this because it's true. And I have a little story about this. Like, 
you know, she's like, I remember Funky told me my tweets were private. I changed it. And then he started tweeting at me because she's all like, he never responds to me. He's responding to everyone else. I'm like, because I was following her, but I'm like, well, your, your tweets are private. You can't do it. I remember some girl met her like in 2013, 2014. She was all like, you know, I was tweeting at you the forum run. I thought you were like the rudest person because you weren't tweeting me back. And then I realized that if my tweets are private, that unless you're following me, that you couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. And hey, Jesse, and we're having like an old school spree cast. Yes. Blessings to my Jesse. sister. Still doing the dang thing all these years and making the best cheesecake ever. Crazy. Miss you, buddy. Uh, we all got to be hanging out soon. Yeah. Mask or social distancing or whatever. So that's what goes on. Again, do you guys have any further questions or other stuff that's going to trigger memories? Uh, even as sweet as she is or stuff like that, that'll do it. We covered a lot, but, and I don't know how much time you have because I don't want to take away from the kids. And I know you want to get in on a fortnight. I, no, I don't. I have one right here. <laughs> and she there. just wants to snuggle. <laughs> no, I'm good on time. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Yes, we met Jesse on Spreecast. We did that stuff so much. It was such good times. Pajama party. Uh, Pajama jammy jam. It pays yeah. That was fun. That, my girl footage. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. Like, can I just say, and maybe maybe you had this happen too, Kathy saying hi to you, um, that I remember one episode. We're doing Spreecast, and then there would be some times where he'd want to give me a list of subjects to go over mm -hmm. or call someone out, like Dr. Fink or Paul. And um, I'm waiting for something, and nothing <laughs> happens. And it's... October. It wasn't election year, but there's always something during election year that's called the October surprise. And I'm saying that the entire show, nothing happens. Then the next day, he announces that pajama party. And I don't know if it's that event or another one, but October, they call it October surprise. Then people are like, oh, you were in on it the entire time. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Was there something like that where you said something to him or maybe something to live? Then all of a sudden it was being tweeted or done. I'm just curious. Mm -mm. Not at all. Like for me, directly for me, no. I'm. I think the only thing that I saw that was kind of referencing to me or whatever was just the cheesecake funk. Like, right. Yeah. And Heidi, he would be watching. Like when we, when I'd have. Vanessa on, I like have you guys on that were at Paisley Park and you brought your friends. I have you guys on. I need to go through my old computer and upload that footage to YouTube. Although we won't be able to see the comments, at least mm -hmm. we'll be able to have the show. But yeah, Prince would watch and then there would be sometimes be like a little message from Julie or whatnot. Or you'd have Madison pop in, drop a video or these other things I was crazy. At one time, Gucci calling from Paisley, like, hey, we're gonna play some of the MPG mm. jazz that was going on. It was just a ridiculous time. And I miss those things so much. I'm glad that we're able to do this back on video. 
yeah. stole the photos all the time. He did that with a lot of people. I mean, I got someone upset at me one time, so I understand. Who wore the tiger pajamas? I forget. Wasn't that Donna? Or was it Ida? I don't know. No, I think Donna had like a superwoman, maybe. Hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't remember. Interesting. I'm sure Baron, after he watches this show, will put a photo of the of the show from it. Um, on that, and that's always appreciated. So it's going on to that Hannah, they're saying Donna was super oh. that's what Catholic was. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. So many experiences. So how many times would you say that you saw Prince just at Paisley Park perform? 1996 with your mom uh, to 2013 through 2015. And then you working behind the scenes of his last show, Piano Microphone at Paisley Park. And we'll go on that. Don't worry. And how did that? It's all good. Just on that, for piano microphone and other shows, how many times did you say that you saw him perform? And then how did that whole thing come about of you being behind the scenes of piano and microphone at Paisley? Um, you know, I think, you know, there's there was so much, I don't know, maybe 20 times. Um I, I really I looking in retrospect, I wish I would have wrote more detailed notes of like kind of journaled each time we went out there, what happened, because um, it all kind of blended together. Um, but I would say any 20 times maybe. Um, but when I helped with the piano and mic show, I was um, just basically helping that day to prepare for people to come out. Um, I went and got some incense um, so that we could have the building smelling really good with some fresh incense. Um, I did um, work on a computer and put together, um, so when you go to Paisley, there's um, you know his purple piano and there's a book on top of his piano um, of lyrics. And I put that book together the day of the piano and mic show. Um, and Crystal <laughs> will um, attest to this I guarded those books with my life because I put two together um, and it was just basically the set list, but um, with all the lyrics in it so he could thumb through it. I didn't know if he was actually going to use it, but it was available um, if he wanted to use it. So, um, so yeah, so it just, it all kind of fell into place where I was asked to help and um, I did and it was awesome. Um, I did work on putting the book together in the same room um, where now the shoe collection is. Um, so I remember sitting there and wanting to take a picture with everything in my might, like just to document this for my own self, but I didn't because I just didn't want him to see somehow that I snuck a photo and get fired. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, um, it was a really, really great experience, and um, I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Chills again with this story. Mm -hmm. I say. Now, yes, you did. And the angelic, when they show the, the footage of Paisley of piano, the angelic figure that you're seeing 
behind Prince while he's playing is Vanessa. So that's what you're seeing with it. You're seeing you via yeah. a cool moment. You were selling merch and other stuff at Paisley. That's how you were just being involved with everything, whether it was cheesecakes or end up being part of the piano microphone legendary show now. You're even doing the merch. Yeah. Well, I was, um, I actually, hold on one sec. No problem. I appreciate your guys' questions and all these other things that have been going on and um, having you guys be part of the show. Go ahead, Vanessa. Sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like worry, we're gonna my children to be quiet. It's all good. Um, we had a good run. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. What was your question? Yes. Just about, you know, you did merch there and yeah. Kathy thing, and we did discuss it earlier, the whole purple essence Twitter account. You were doing yeah. so many, wearing so, so many. Yeah. Things. So I, I definitely was, um, I think initially brought on to sell merch. So that's what I did. I, um, would go and to the area where, um, the merch was and I'd set it up and, I'd basically behind be behind the counter, and it's actually um, the same counter that is at Paisley now, where the merch is sold. It's the same counter that I um, work behind, so that has stayed. That's remained. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope to see you again soon. Hope to have your cheesecake soon as well. I want to see you first. It isn't just for the cheesecake. Just know that. <laughs> okay. But I thank you so much for sharing your story and being my guest co-host today. I really, really, really appreciated it. Uh, was there anything that you were wanting to say in closing to everyone? Um, you know, um, I think again, just support Paisley Park. Um, come see a tour. Um, the shoe collection, the beautiful collection is amazing. Um, <laughs> can I run the teleprompter? Oh, I was asked to do that and I was petrified and I was like, I don't think I can because I don't want to mess up. <laughs> like, oh, still scares me to this day. Um, but yeah, I think just support it. Um, uh, thanks for everybody who supports Cheesecake Funk. Um, visit CheesecakeFunk.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and um, Facebook. I try to stay pretty active with amazing photos of what I create and um, hopefully there will be lots of um, you know more updates of new places I'm at or um, different events as events kind of get going again but I'm just overall super super thankful um, that I can now say that they're not available at Paisley Park it's just literally a dream come true that is so awesome mm -hmm. like I'm so happy for that for so many different reasons and that you being involved beforehand and how everything just came about organically, whether totally. of monkeys or whatnot, you know, yeah. um, this craziness and to keep seeing that you're a success. It's so good to see. And it makes me so happy. And um, that's what it comes down to. And, you know, it is a lot of hard work. Like, Yesterday I was up at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> you know, people don't see all the stuff that I do. Um, yeah, I post a lot about like what I create, but um, they don't see the late nights. They don't see um, just kind of everything that goes into it. But I just know that I 
give it my all to this because I really want to grow it into something that, um, you know, I can be proud of, my kids can be proud of. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think if he were here, I, I feel like he would be really proud of, of the steps that I've taken to continue to grow um, without trying to step on his toes of, you know, what he did to help propel it. Um, I'm just, you know, will always be thankful for the fact that he came up with his great name. Like, right. So cool. It's pretty awesome. I look no. at it and I'm just so thankful and so grateful. Sorry. We're having this thing going on excuse me dang it um but yeah that this happened for you and like all this stuff just happening jesus this is what happened trying to delete that's a, a spam comment just trying oh. to delete the other comments are doing sure. i'm just recast so much of just queuing questions and just having stuff so then something like that doesn't happen how embarrassing but Vanessa, thank you so much for your time. Thank your kids as well for allowing us to have this time with you. <laughs> I much appreciate it. Okay. And I look forward to seeing you crazy soon. Yes. Sounds okay. good. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. Much love, my dear. Thank Bye. you, my friend. Bye. All right, guys. Vanessa, hope you guys enjoyed the show um, so much. Any final questions? Wondering if we should do like maybe like a 30 minute after show or whatnot. Um, we will be doing a Friday show, another donation show of different stuff um, just to make stuff happen for a business trip that I need to take. And we'll get into that more so on Friday. Um, but thank Vanessa and I think Alyssa for sharing her review of her tour and everything going on. You guys should really, really, really support Paisley Park, if you are wanting to travel right now um, before things get crazy again, um, definitely try to make Paisley Park uh, be more than just a place that's in your heart. So these are things to just show support, show support and show these things. And it seems that Mitch and the whole Paisley crew are doing a lot to make sure that it's can miss exhibit and have other things going on there. So um, should we do a short after show or should we just keep it till Friday? I'll give you guys a little bit of break since we had to start a little late, later than we wanted to. <clears throat> but I appreciate you guys. And yes, I'm with you. If they're watching, definitely need a book of the shoes for sure. So many people had that idea. Um, Claudia, make sure if, if just in case she's watching YouTube later, be sure to give Vanessa a big thank you. I'm so appreciative for Vanessa being on here. I wanted her on for a while. It just hasn't worked out, but we had her on now. It's just amazing. So, but Shelby, good to see you. You just missed Vanessa and, uh, talking about her cheesecakes and Vanessa, I think we're, um, with Shelby, we're doing a little bit of a countdown to that album coming out, but then we're doing a countdown of when you can be on the show. So we look forward to that. Um, miss you, Shelby. We're looking forward to it. Enjoyed the new Rolling Stone article and the other press that's happening. We're looking forward to the official Prince podcast that will be dropping in eight days that you're going to be a part of. 
That's going to be an amazing, a four-part series. Make sure that you guys do that. We will be doing a special episode to promote that. And um, make sure to get the album, all different copies of it. Make sure if it's a friend's birthday or whatnot, that, you know, if, if they celebrate birthdays, get them that as a gift. So that's going to be going on. And remember, speaking of Paisley Park and the tour, I don't, I'm not certain, maybe you guys can hit me to it, but with them having the release party, um, you guys can go there and have and listen to the album for the first time at Paisley Park on that wonderful sound system. So Shelby, happy happiness cheesecake. Um, Shelby, of course, you know, um, and I'm gonna make sure just so this is put on YouTube for your comment of it. You've always supported me, I've always supported you, and I've always been super, super appreciative of you and your love. So of course, I got your back like a jacket or any other item. No, that's kind of cheesy, but whatever. So get your cheesecake all over the world. Cheese, I'm dying to try it. Cheese, I'm dying to try it. Bum, 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 bum. Always loving the beautiful quilt. And then Heidi will definitely be there with Alicia, Adrian, and Willie uh, for the Welcome to America party. Awesome. We haven't heard if there's going to be special guests, the Welcome to America release party may or may not, but at least you will be hearing the album for the first time there. Like Vanessa, if you wanted to jump back in, but I think you're you're busy with the with the kids, but. There you go. Yep, Lisa Fiorillo, or Lisa Deese now, right? So, but there we go. And the people that were involved with Welcome to America along with Prince, you got Shelby, you got Liv, you got Elisa, you got Tal, and Chris Coleman as well. Purple Playground will definitely be in the house that night. Um, oh, she's back to Fiorillo. All right, cool. Too bad we can't edit that out, but I'll make sure for future things we're back to the Fiorillo on the way up. So all these things, I'm hoping you guys are able to visit Paisley soon. And I appreciate Vanessa being on and giving mad love to Paisley Park and the beautiful collection all right much love everyone we'll tune in on friday we'll have a special donation show i guess we won't do an after show tonight i was going to do a brief one vanessa thanks for being on appreciate it so it's going shelby thank you so much making sure this is going on she'll keep us posted on all purple things but appreciate the support, Shelby. So yeah. And get back to stuff. Enjoy the rest of your guys' week. And um, we're just going on with it. Thank you guys so much again for donating or whatever. Like I said, the Friday show will be like a special donation show, um, selling some items that are exclusive and other things just to go on, just to support the show. It's always appreciated. 
and um, we're trying to keep the funk alive in 2021 for sure. Or how the things go on, but definitely support Paisley Park and the Welcome to America project. Those are how things that go on. And hopefully you guys have been listening to the serious channel. Those are able to get it. They have been playing exclusive tracks from the album and that will be on the DVD release included, including Inglewood Swinging and more than this. It's been really cool having that stuff play. So that's it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. Much love to Vanessa. Much love to Alyssa. Much love to Shelby J for stopping by. Um, thank you guys again for donations, for YouTube, for subscribing on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. And we'll get deep again on Friday and take questions for the audience while we'll do that stuff. Until then, much love. Thank you, Prince. And keep it funky. Thank y'all. Till next time.